black. I'm black. I'm black. And I'm black. <laughs> and I'm black and they black. Yeah, I, did, I did an old school build up real right. quick. Right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, welcome back to the week. I'm trying to get this. Um, it's your boy Howie Trying Hip Hop Podcast. Oh, oh, I messed up the intro. Welcome <laughs> to Trying Hip Hop Podcast. This is your boy Howie and my man Kurt. Kurt, what up, y'all? And uh, we got things to talk about. First of all, how was your week, sir? It was pretty good. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Went by pretty fast. Um, you know, no concerns. Um, my sciatica situation is getting better. Okay, when I can't let, complain. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I got one more visit with my physical therapist, but um, I think that's pretty much going to be it. And then I'm going to just, you know, every now and then follow up with my doctor if it starts to come back or something like that, you know. Um, I noticed on Sadat X's page, he had the same issue. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was um, talking about it a couple of days ago. He was like, yo, this sciatica put, almost took me out today. I was like, well, dang. Um, you know, I was like, bro, I can relate. Trust me. It's crazy, man. That pain is no joke. When it shoot through you, you feel like... And he actually said the same thing I said. He was like, I don't... he said, I almost prayed to God that he just cut my leg off. Dang. That's how much pain you be in. You be just feeling like, just take the whole whole thing. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, but, shout uh, out to Sadat X. Yeah, man. Your progress. Yeah, uh, man. Doing, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, other than that, my week has been really good. I haven't um, had any complaints, you know, just um, trying to, you know, make this year better than last year. You know how that yeah. goes. So well, how, um, how about your week? Pretty good. Uh, getting back into school, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get back in the flow of things. Uh, getting things together. Last weekend, um, went to a party. Um, you know, a friend of ours had a birthday, so me and... You know, me and the girl, you know, me and Brittany, we went up there and represent, had a good time, you know, fellowship. Swing a party? Oh, no, no, like, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I was just messing with I you. I was like, Brittany ain't gonna have nothing. That shit. <laughs> Man, she cut my whole dick off for some shit like that. Well, nah. <laughs> I got you. Uh, but yeah, you know, just getting back into the week. So. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Can't beat it, man. You know, it's always uh, good when you got a good week going. And, um, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on in hip-hop. This is episode 151. 151. One slip will make a nigga flip. Yeah, man. I see we got uh, folks on Instagram, and we got folks on uh, Facebook as well. So we appreciate y'all checking us out. Do not forget to like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, like, share, subscribe. Smash all the buttons. Smash. You know, we really, um, you know, it, it, it helps to draw other people in when they see more people uh, are enjoying the channel. So, we appreciate any uh, help y'all can give us in, in that department. Share the pages. Share the posts. Comment on the posts. Let us know what you think. Uh, we need feedback. You know yeah, what I mean? So. You know. We we love doing this, but we just want to hear back from y'all. You know, Hell what I mean? yeah, definitely, man. If you love us, you know, say so. You hate a gut, say so. <laughs> y'all don't love Dr. Drake. <laughs> you that? Yeah, y'all don't love. I don't love how and Curtis over here, motherfucking <laughs> East Coast. <laughs> y'all don't love the East Coast. Yeah, well, let it be known then. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so um. But yeah, everything is good, man. I'm glad we had a good week. So let's go ahead and get into some things. 
got a couple of people we want to acknowledge that passed away. Um, Larry King, the uh, legendary political analyst, uh, commentator, or journalist, whatever you want to call him, he uh, passed away. He was in the business like at least I want to say uh, fifty years. You yeah. know what I mean? So he'd been doing his thing. He had recently, in the past few years, retired from his mainstream uh, job. But, you know, he was still doing, like, some independent work, uh, like, his own, like, kind of online show and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so, Larry King, not to cut you off, but nah, you like, Larry King was definitely a staple into, like, CNN. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really think a lot of people really, you know what I'm saying? And he, he did pretty decent interviews. I think one of my, um, one interview that he did, he did, uh... He did with 112. Oh, okay. And he said that, you know, one thing about that interview was, you know, the questions he was asking. Um, he was like, well, I was surprised to get the answer because there was stuff that he didn't know. Mm. So, um, yeah, man, I'll never forget that. That's what's that up. About That's what's the up. Time, that about around the same time that, you know, before Buster Brown left right. one or two, they, they, they had an interview. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, about, yeah, I think it was about like 98. That's what's up, man. Yeah, he's, he's been doing his thing. He's, um, <clears throat> he's interviewed a lot of, a lot of good people. Um, I haven't caught all of those. Like, I didn't see the 112 joint, yeah. so I didn't even know about that, but I know he's done a lot of, um, interviews of a lot of artists. So yeah, um, and then we also lost the legendary baseball player Hank Aaron. Um, you know, he's a veteran, uh, he's an icon, but what's so funny is he had just taken the COVID vaccine and then he died. So it's like, he made it all these years and then he took the vaccine and died. I don't know, man. I don't know about that vaccine, y'all. Not taking that shit. Not taking it. I can't, uh, I can't rock with the vax, so y'all can have it, but, you know, he definitely, um, you know, he had a long career as a baseball player, and he definitely earned his stripes and his status, so, you know, I knew about him growing up, you know, my pops was a big baseball fan, so, you know, it was always, you you always heard about those famous people like him, so yeah, man, but rest in peace to both of them, um, matter of fact, let's give him a quick moment of silence. Just to pay our respects. Alrighty. So yeah, we appreciate y'all doing that with us. Um, you know, like I said, we appreciate y'all checking us out. Shout out to Facebook. Shout out to Instagram. You know what I mean? Um, and then we got YouTube, we got you going too, so. Yep, yep. And, uh, and don't forget, we also on other platforms. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Anchor. Uh, Anchor. We're on Spotify. Uh-huh. So we all over the place, you know what I mean? We, we just left you. your mama house. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. Your mama cooking them pancakes. Yeah, them man. Scrabble them eggs up just like your boy like it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so let's jump in. Now, I don't know if a lot of y'all caught it, but uh, over the past few days, Styles P did a, a personal live video on Instagram where he did a, he kind of went on a rant about the music industry and Sony in particular, because he's worked with Sony and how a lot of artists, and, and mainly himself, 
don't really get to comp- get compensated properly and fairly over the years after they, you know, after the fact. So we're going to talk a lot about that a little bit later. But he mentioned something that we want to ask you our question of the day about. So he said that we should have a union in the music industry. You know, and I think they should have that for every genre of music, you know, not just for hip hop, but for everybody, because artists do get shitted on a lot of times um, in the music industry, especially hip hop artists, because a lot of them are coming from the streets and they don't know no better. They get them while they're young. You know, a lot of these rappers now coming out when they're 15, 16. And you know what I mean? So um, do you think that we should have a union for the music industry? especially hip-hop but you know I think all music industry needs it but do you guys think we should have that so that artists can have some real representation because I have to admit when I worked at one of my past jobs that did have a union I felt a lot safer and secure knowing that if anything went wrong I can go to my union reps and they would handle it you know what I mean and they would tell me what I needed to do so you know what do you think about that I mean it's definitely good to have some type of representation it's really and really you know especially us being in North Carolina I know it's, it's off the subject but on the subject it's really kind of hard to right you know unions here is really really rough like right. teachers don't even have unions right you know what I'm saying other places do yeah um, but the thing of it is it's like you know they definitely as far as like the music industry goes they should have something some type of representation you know what I'm saying? Because if you, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to make, that's the thing. They're going to, if they have the union, they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. And then you're still protecting those guys. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make your money. And the whole industry is just being so predatorial right. anyway. Right. And, you know, it's just, you know, like you said, they grab a young, they grab young artists and then they give them all this money then not knowing they have to pay all this back. Then on top of that, they they you know pretty much separated the old heads from the younger artists so that the old heads can't really give them wisdom like that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean I'm just talking to hip hop, and then it's just like it's so it's just this disconnect. You know, rock music, especially since it's been gentrified, you know, I'm saying over the years, not knocking it, because I, you know, I mean, obviously I enjoy rock, right? You know what I'm saying? They would, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if some group came out now, like some rock group came out now, oh, they'll probably look up, I mean, well, I don't know if they still run like a Nirvana. They would look up right. Alice in Chains. Yeah, look up. Hell, they even go back. Oh, we'll look up a Zephyr. We like yeah. this guy. We want him to be on our shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when then it comes to hip hop, it's you know, ah, oh, that nigga old. You right. know what I'm saying? Get him out of here. Yeah, and then that's and that's the thing. It's like it's that disconnect that don't give you the nod, so they don't make the same mistakes like the old heads did. Right. So they could be in better positions. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that they they've sowed a lot of seeds of you know discord in the black community in general. So they make us feel like we have to be pitted against each other instead of supporting each other. So yeah. that's going to carry over into the music and make them young people feel like, yeah, you know, you you my competition. You had your time. Get out of the way. You know what I mean? 
And that's just my opinion, but I think that that comes from that because society always kind of makes everything we do as a, you know, a competition of some sort, you know what I mean? And we and we do have nothing wrong with healthy competition like in music, but sometimes a lot of our artists don't know where to draw that line, you know yeah. what I mean? So. And then on top of that too, like a, especially with uh, you know, black people, they make it like that one million is the only million left in that industry. Right. And I'm just using a million for I right. mean, I know it's bigger than what it is now. But I'm just using a million for a, for like, you know what I'm saying, a term. Yeah. But they they take one million and make it like that the last million. And then they'll what they'll do is they'll say like, oh well, you know, we can't have too many of y'all up here because it ain't enough for everybody. Oh, but then you know what I'm saying, shit. all their you know what I'm saying, all their uh, people that you know, people that don't really have really nothing to do with what they do or any work or what the artist has done, they're getting money off of it. Or at least getting, you know, some of them ain't getting hand fist, hand over fist of a dollar. Right. But they're still getting something off of it. Right. So it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And then you're saying there's no piece of the pie. I exactly. could work out a deal for like, okay, you did this. You know, over six years, you know, this rolls over, over this, this rolls mm-hmm. over. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it's plenty to go around, man. So, you know, we should never look at it like that. Like, it's not enough to go around. There's plenty out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, no matter what they say about money, no matter how much they tell you, it's not enough to go around. Just like they always say, oh, we can't do no reparations, but they about to do a third stimulus. You know what I mean? Mm. They did one for, what was it, 1200 Then they did the 600 Now they about to do another 1200 I thought 1400 Is it 14 Yeah, my bad. So they didn't make yeah. it two, so My bad, you're right. right. Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1400 But you, you know what I mean? They'll, all, they'll be quick to say, oh, when you say, what about reparations? Oh, we ain't got enough oh, money. Oh, we can't do that. We ain't I'm enough crippled, money. You know? cripple the nation. Right. A cripple the nation. Yeah. We can't have y'all Negroes rise up above. And, right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all do, you know, y'all do to us like what we did to y'all. Mm, we can't exactly. Can't and we it. don't care about revenge. We just want our proper status in society. We just want, we you know, just want, you know, exactly, pretty much, so-called equal building. Yeah. That's it. But you know, it is what it is. But question of the day. Do y'all think there should be a union for the music industry? I definitely do. Um, you know, we need proper representation for these artists to make sure they get the right amounts of money and all of that. But see, the record execs, they don't like that because that means it's got to cut into what they get. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you got somebody who's advocating for you, you know, then they, they don't like that. So. But that's what I'm saying. Now, they, but they make all these deals. They, you know what I'm saying? It ain't... It ain't just one artist that they make money off of. Right. You know what I'm saying? They make money off of several artists. Yep, exactly. And the fact of it is, they don't really... I mean, they may do the work as far as, like, putting it out in copies, the distribution and stuff right. like that. But as far as, like, the creative process and stuff, they're not really doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, um... But yeah, so, um... Let's jump into some birthdays uh, so we can get some birthday shout outs right now. 
So, um, back on January 25th, we had DJ Enough. He had a birthday. Also on January 25th, the R&B princess Alicia Keys. Uh, she's one of my favorites when it comes to singing. Um, you know, I don't think she has, like, the strongest, like, voice in the world, but nah. all of her songs just be, you know, really good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she, she's kind of like the, lack of a better word, like the Bruce Springsteen. Like, she, you know... He wasn't like the greatest singer. He just not how she's just a good performer. Yeah, yeah, she can sing, but you know, um, she ain't the best or anything. But yeah, definitely love the fact that she's multi talented. Her birthday was also on the twenty fifth. On January twenty sixth, which was yesterday, the uh, uh, political activist Angela Davis. Her birthday was yesterday. She's still alive, actually. She's like. 77 right now I believe okay so yeah she's she's been around for a minute you know back from the Black Panther party and all of that you know what I mean so coming up on tomorrow on the 28th we got sister soldier okay uh, who was rocking with PE and she's also a political activist also coming up tomorrow the God MC rock him Allah Allah yeah man you gotta you hear that beat That's my joint right there. So happy birthday to both of them. Never knew Sister Soldier shared the same birthday as the God MC. So uh, definitely uh, thought that was interesting. Coming up on the 29th, my man DJ and producer Diamond D Diamond from D. Digging in the Crates. Yep, yep, you know what yep. I mean? That's my dude right there. Also coming up on the 30th, Kid Cuddy. And then also on the 30th, John Forte. Remember him from uh, uh, um, Lauren Hill? He was running with Lauren Hill and... And the Fujis and all of them. Okay. Um, and then I'm on the 31st, we got my man Afu Ra. He came up with J. Rue the, da the Damager. He was running with him for a while. You know, he's a dope lyricist too. Oh, yeah. Math, uh, not Mathematics, but what's that? Uh, mathematics is most death song, but there was one song. I, I, I know what it is. Yeah. I, it's been a minute. But yeah, let's give him uh, some yeah, skibbity yeah, claps. Yeah. Happy birthdays. All of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely want to acknowledge all of them. So, um, happy birthday. And then, uh, we're going to jump into some music. Um, we got uh, my man from right here in North Carolina. North Carolina! G. Yamazawe. He got a new song called Riddle Me This. Okay. That joint is hot, man. Um, you know, he always dope with the lyrics. And he always has good production. I like that about him. His beats are always uh, solid, man. Always solid. So, um, he got a video out for that. Uh, he also shared it on, like, his Instagram. He's, um, you know, he's from right here in North Carolina, so y'all need to go check his page out. G uh, Yamazawa, that's spelled Y-A-M-A-Z-A-W-A. -A, -A, a lot of A's. Um, so, yeah, and um, my man Fat Joe got a new song called Sunshine, a.k.a. The Light. Uh, that's doing really good on the charts. Everybody's been talking about it, you know what I mean? And uh, so he's doing his thing, you know. Um, that song is doing very well for him. Fat Chosen Tam! Yeah, man. Uh, my man, Cowboy from The Furious Five, his son is now doing music. Uh, Cowboy passed away years ago, but he's got a son named Doughboy in the music industry. He's got music out. I'm not sure the name of the song, but they shared a snippet of it. Okay, that's um, what's up. So, man. yeah, and it sounds pretty good, man. I have to give it to him. It sounded pretty sure solid. Rap, man. Yeah, and then um, 
Also, speaking of sons, Nikki D, the first female from Def Jam, her son is now doing music. Um, he, he's called the Guap God, and uh, he got a song coming out Friday called Tag Him In. He's been okay. showing snippets of it, and it sounds pretty dope, too. You know what I mean? So we got to give him some props there. So that's it for my new music. Let's give them some uh, skibbity claps. I thought that was dope. You know, the same week the son of Cowboys dropped the music, the son of Nicky D is dropping music as well. Song, so I like to see, you know, hip hop going through the generations. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's been, cause there was a time, too. Like, you had all the, you know, Chris Rivers. Right. Had, uh, mm. Puffy's son. Yeah. You had, um, dang, Freddie Fox's daughter. Yeah. Yep. Eminem's daughter. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, like, really, really cool to see that. I think it's going to be really interesting if Eminem's daughter really gets heavy into music because I've heard her drop a couple of bars before and she's pretty good but um, I would love to see her actually get, get fully into it um, who else got kids in the industry that's making music it was somebody I just thought of and I can't think of him now um, Rakim remember his son Drop some music. Um, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it. yeah. I mentioned it on one of the podcasts. It was like over the summer. Uh huh. He had dropped so he dropped some music. So I guess he's doing his thing. But haven't really heard much from him. But um, yeah. you know, he sounded really talented. Also, there's a kid I just started following on Instagram. He's from um, the Middle East somewhere. I believe it was uh, Lebanon, maybe. Okay. Um, so he's Middle Eastern, but he's only like maybe somewhere between 10 and 13. He's really young, you know, maybe closer to 13, mm-hmm. 12, 13. And uh, his name is Abdul something, but man, he he's really into real like lyrics and bars. He does some of his own songs and he's trying to do like peace songs that really unite people. Yeah. But he also does videos where he does a cover of other artists songs. He did one where he covered Kooji Rap. Um, okay. He did one where he covered Rock Him. Alright. So, you know, he's really into like hip hop as a, a raw culture and just keeping that spirit of doing bars, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it, man. Um, so I'll probably try to share some of his stuff. But anyway, um, let's get into some topics. Alright, alright. So, if y'all haven't heard, my man, Trey Songz got arrested at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Ah, man, Trey, what you doing, man? You know what he doing? <laughs> Fighting them damn <laughs> He said, nah, you're not going to take me down, you pigs. <laughs> you, you 50 cops think you can take Kung Fu Joe? <laughs> <laughs> they all know about that, man. I'm gonna get you something. Yeah, yeah I know kung fu, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. I'm gonna get all you, motherfuckers. Yeah, they unloaded on this nigga. Man, <laughs> yo, I started crying when they unloaded yeah. on him. I was like, yo, they just hit him with like a thousand bullets. Yeah, and then they, they walked to the payphone. Are you sure you there? What? I've been hit? Where? Uh, 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 right. <laughs> it was like, son of a bitch, he just threw the phone down. I'm like, damn. But yeah, so Trey Songz was arrested at a um, football game. Basically, from what I understand, he walked into the game with his mask on, but when he got out in the stadium, he t- took his mask off in the stands. Um, he was also um, not social distancing. He had a bunch of people with him. He was also taking pictures with people. And supposedly, security 
approached him multiple times, like, yo, you need to, you know, put your mask on. And so, until it finally got to a point where it got physical. Now, Trey Songz is saying that basically it only got physical because the way they approached him, it kind of threw him off. I, I don't know if his back was turned and they kind of just came up and rushed on him and he got excited and turned around and just started swinging and kicking or whatever. So, you know what I mean? So now the, the police are kind of looking at it like you attacked us. You know what I mean? Dang. Not, not we didn't do anything wrong. You know, you just got excited and jumped on us. So, you know, I mean, as far as I know, you know, he's already out of jail, I believe. But they did take him to jail for like a night or two. So, uh, you know, stay out of trouble, Trey Songz, man. Um, you remember when the, um, that fire happened with the Kevin Hart and Puffy in them? And that girl was in the bathtub? And a hair caught on fire. You remember that? This is a while back. It was like maybe um, maybe 2011 or 12, somewhere around there. Um, a girl, Puffy was throwing a party in his, like, his mansion. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, it's multiple levels. So upstairs, it was like dark, but all they had lit was candles. Yeah. And then he had like girls who were like sexy and model-esque and stuff. Just laying in bathtubs and water, just kind of looking sexy. So people walking by, be like, "Oh man, she looking good." So the one girl's in the tub, and the tub is surrounded by candles. Oh! And so she didn't realize it, but she went to sink down a little bit in her oh, hair. Dang! And so the reason I brought that up was because Kevin Hart was there, Trey Songz was there, and Kevin Hart has this really big reaction. He sees, it, he's like. Wow, the girl, yo, her hands on fire, and then she, he looking at Trey Songz, and Trey Songz is like, yeah, it is, ain't it? Damn, yeah. <laughs> this kind of yeah. laid back reaction. So I'm like, yo, what happened from from that to this? Now you overreacting? That's hilarious. Yo, I gotta show you that. Nah, that Play. reminds me of them, like my uh, when I was in barber school. Like this one dude, he had some clippers. Actually, it was fresh. Fresh, mm-hmm. yeah. Fresh Shout out some, to fresh. Yeah, fresh had some trimmers, and there was some Andy trimmers. This shit's count on fire. Oh wow! Yo, he said so fire. My instructor was like, "Damn, they all know ain't that." Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yo. Um. Matter of fact, speaking of fresh, that reminds me, I almost forgot, uh, when you asked me how my week was, me and my wife actually went out to a comedy show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, my man's uh, from Wildin' Out, DC Youngfly was here. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what's up. He was at the Comedy Zone over the weekend, so we went and caught that Saturday night. It was really good, you know. Yeah, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, and um, I know Freshly's done a couple shows up there. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It would have been nice to see him, but uh, he wasn't part of that lineup. But uh, it was a really good show, really good show. Yeah, man. Oh, real quick, too. I meant to say something real quick. Uh, just to shout out some of our local uh, people, you know, around, you know, the North Carolina and stuff. My cl- uh, classmate of mine, uh, Kristen Holly Jones, she's been recognized being one of the few, like, uh, female uh, basketball coaches oh, for, yeah. like, for, like, um, men. That's so, dope, man. Let's, let's clap, clap that, that up, up, man. Yeah. Gotta clap that up, man. Cause you know, for the longest time, you know, they didn't really want to let females be in no, especially no position of power. Yeah. You know, you don't tell us men what to do. I mean, yeah. you know, what I mean, she might help y'all dumbasses get to a championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you better listen. But anyway, man. So yeah, um, 
Trey Songz, you know, stay out of trouble. Let's. Uh, yeah, definitely don't get in trouble now. <laughs> right. I'm gonna lock your ass up. <laughs> Biden trying to do better, man. We got. He gonna something. lock your ass up. <laughs> he ain't get. He, he I'm, I'm good it. now. Right. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> Biden gonna send folks to your house, man. If you're not gonna do. Uh, sir, did you say something about President Biden? Hell no! I don't Who? even know who that is. I don't is. know who that is. Biden? <laughs> <laughs> talking about Joe Biden? <laughs> talking about Joe Biden, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Biden I know. That's the only Biden I know. I'm no, sir, Biden. I said Biden. So. Biden? <laughs> Biden, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Biden. You know, pump, pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But, um... <laughs> In other news, my man Logic, the rapper, is back. He said he was going to retire, but you said he is back now, he right? He is back. Yeah, so man. So how'd you hear about that? Uh, I kind of saw it in a post. I didn't really get the chance to dabble into it. Um, Champ is here. But you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm looking forward to see what he's going to do. Yeah. I think for what I've heard... Is he was in a, another alias or whatnot? Okay, I don't know. Okay. He talked to his therapist and like, look, man, you can let this come out. I don't out. know, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I, I was really a little disappointed about him retiring and him being a little upset and being being honest with yeah. you, being a bitch about it because it's like, dude, like people gonna talk shit about us. Right. It's just that's just what it is. And, I mean, you know, you know it's. It's Joe Biden, you know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't, I'm about to say, speaking uh, of Biden. Right. <laughs> it's Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Joe Biden told him to get out the yeah, game. Joe Biden. If hey, I become president, you getting out the you game. You need to get out the game. I mean, you look around, Logic. You look over here, your grandmama, she ain't there no more. Right. Fucking COVID. Just leave. Just leave. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't let Joe Biden talk me out of anything. Joe Biden is cool, but, I mean... Like you said, I mean, who was he to tell somebody you need nah, to get out of the I, game? Nah, like I said, I, I respect Joe now. I mean, right. and most of the time, you know, Joe's pretty much on point. You know what I'm saying? But there, yeah, some things I don't agree with. Yeah. But now, you know, when he broke down his bars and stuff, I can't, you know, I can't not knock that because, you know, him breaking down logic bars and he was comparing to this other girl that was like, definitely said some shit. It's just like I can understand because he was a rapper, so he knows right. how this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So I get it. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm glad because I like Logic as a rapper. I think he got some tremendous skills, and um, you know, he can do a lot. So I think it's good that he comes back. If he comes under an alias or whatever, I still support that. You know what I mean? Because he he does good music. You know what I mean? For him to work with Wu Tang and Eminem, you got to be a, a pretty good rapper to do that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Oh, so, definitely. So, yeah, definitely support that. And, uh, you know, can't wait to hear what else you got to do, man. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Logic. Um, So, let's talk about Versus a little bit, man. Um, So, we had Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. I didn't get to see the whole thing. I came in on the last half of it. But um, what did you think of it? I know you didn't see the whole thing either, but you saw more the first part? I saw a little bit of it. Okay. And I looked in. And I saw Keisha Cole lip singing, <laughs> and I cut that shit right <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um, cut that shit right When up. I came in, I, I definitely felt some tension there from Keisha Cole. She seemed like she was really uh, in attitude mode, and I think it felt like 
she I don't know if she felt like Ashanti was just getting more shine in the moments or or if they weren't really paying her enough attention because Ashanti was rather loud and boisterous so I don't know and Keisha Cole was kind of low and monotone like yeah so I, I want to give a shout out to myself and Ashanti was like yeah so Ja Rule Irv Gotti I love everybody I blah blah you know so I don't know if Keisha Cole felt drowned out maybe yeah. but she it definitely felt like she was in her feelings a little bit. So yeah. I was like, uh-oh, I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, you know. Shanti's like, yeah, thing about, uh, man, she was not Shanti, but Keisha Cole. I mean, like I said, she's known in the industry for having, like, really, like, a horrible attitude problem. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I, for, like I said, from what I've seen, you know, I think Shanti looked nice. Um, yeah. Like I said, out, out of the two, I'd rather bump into Ashanti than Keisha Cole. I think Ashanti's more approachable. As a matter of fact, I have a story about that. So I had a friend okay. that was in, uh, like his dad did something, I don't know. Anyway, this was when I went to high school. And he sat with this lady, black lady, right? And he was, you know, they just happened to talk and they were just talking. Then all of a sudden, all these people start running up getting autographs and stuff like that. Found out it was a shanty. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. And this was back in the you know the night like or, you know the nineties and stuff like ninety eight you know ninety nine and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean it was really really you know she was really like kind of chilled down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean at least that's what it seemed like. Okay, you know okay. That's the point. Because I wouldn't like I said I couldn't I can't really say but yeah. So but yeah, but yeah I mean it was more approachable. I also heard that um, Keisha Cole was late to the show too. Man, yeah, they said she came in. People, black people time. Right. And she probably still sacrificing the chicken in the closet <laughs> You gotta see the um <laughs> you gotta see the parody they did of it on Ace Vane. You huh. you follow that channel, Ace Vane? Right, he do those, he do those little cartoons where he um you know uh, uh, redo the voices and stuff like that. He'll show like real scenarios but redub the voices and something. Yeah, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he did one for the verses. It was funny, man. Uh, so yeah, y'all gotta go back and check that out. But yeah, and um you know everybody's saying pretty much Ashanti won. I mean. I thought it was cool, you know, I didn't really get a chance to say who won because, like I said, I came in on the end because I was actually working, and I thought about it after a while, I was like, oh, snap, I forgot about the little Versus joint, and so I tuned in, and they were in the last, like, maybe four or four songs or something like that, Yeah. so, you know, it was cool, but, you know, I couldn't really say who won, but if I had to give it to somebody, I, I would say uh, Shanti probably did win because um, that's the consensus all over the internet is that Ashanti won. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of verses, Dipset said they wanted all the smoke with G Unit. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I would love to see that, man. You think that would be a good verses? Oh, that would definitely be a good verses, man. Like, yeah, the diss songs they had for each other. Yeah, the um, I mean, even the hits and stuff. Um, right. Yeah, it would definitely. You know, it would definitely be great to uh, see that, honestly. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, and actually, uh, speaking of which, that's something else I was going to, they actually did an interview with, I forgot who, I think it was the Breakfast Club. Okay. It might have been the Breakfast Club, I can't remember. No, 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 it wasn't the Breakfast Club. It was uh, Talib uh, Pauly's podcast. Okay, okay. Um, you know, the people, what is it, the people? People's Champ, yeah, People's, people's Choice, something, something like that. Something like that. And, yeah, um, something. 
Yeah, so Ja Rule happened to be on there, and they was at, they asked him, would he do a version of 50? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm cool with it, but I don't think 50 would be cool with it. Right. And, you know, Ja Rule was <clears> like, you know, I do want to give him, you know, I, I give shout-outs to, uh, you know, Jeezy and... Um, Jeezy and Gucci the finish they beat you know they're beefing stuff right like they kind of squashed it um but I don't think me and 50 you know he said himself and 50 will ever get to that but you know said, I'll do it I mean I don't have no problem being in the same room with him I'm not gonna do nothing or anything like that yeah but uh, you I know what most likely it probably wouldn't happen I agree with him I agree with him it probably won't happen but I think he's right I think 50 wouldn't go for it because I think the thing that keeps 50 excited about, you know, and, and buzzing is, is his conflict with people. So, I think for him, he's like, if I go in there and play nice, nobody going to care. You know, yeah. I, I ain't really got nothing. To, I think 50 really feels that way. And, I mean, I don't think it should be that way. I mean, I think you're you you you're a pretty smart guy, and you can get through this. I think people would actually applaud you, but I really feel like 50 wouldn't go for it because nah, he, he don't he don't want to play nice. Nah, I mean, nah man, I, I can't play nice. You know, man. I mean, I can't let this nigga eat, man. That's why I bought up all them damn tickets the first time, man. And then he over there doing the little fire festival shit, man. I mean, what the fuck is that, man? You know what I mean, I can't do that, man. Right. Horrible yeah. 50 percent. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I would love to see it. I actually would tune in for that because I mean, as much as he probably did do a lot of damage to Ja Rule's career, Ja Rule has a lot of hits. He oh, has yeah. a lot of hits. Oh and, yeah, uh, and Ja, I ain't gonna lie, Ja got some hard shit too. Yeah, ja yeah. Ja got some hard shit because they got you got to understand, like you know, Ja came up with X and J under, uh -huh. under that whole umbrella of Mike Geronimo. Yep, you know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. So absolutely, like, yeah. Yeah, and um, so yeah, he's he's doing his thing, and um, you know, I would love to you know see that. Hopefully, Fifty will come around, because I mean, it's a lot they could be doing with the verses, but you know, it is what it is. But Let's yeah, go, oh, go ahead. Yeah, but still going back because I did kind of derail it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Going back to the dip set and stuff, I think that, like I said, I think it would definitely be a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they they definitely got hits. Um, yeah, they got stuff that they couldn't deny. That I, real deny. quick, before you go too far on that, I think the proposal from Dipset was like a 30 songs instead of 20. Because I think shit, um, the way yeah. he broke it down, he said, let's do 10 songs from Cam, 10 songs from Jim Jones, and 10 songs from Jewels. He broke it down like that. So he was like, yeah, he, put, he threw it out. I think it was... Um, it was either Cam or Jim Jones that threw it out there. One of them threw it out. Uh -huh. It was like, yeah, let's make it happen. So, you know, I, I could see that being a good one. You know what I mean? Go, They can go 30 songs, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, no one would... Uh, yeah, I don't think it would be... And, but they would have to definitely do it... Uh, the way they do their songs, they would definitely have to do it like for like uh, maybe a minute, minute 20 clip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so they just wouldn't be able to play with so much. You yeah. Know, like you said, so yeah, that would make sense. But you know what would be hard, though? If they broke it down like that on the G-Unit side, 50 could definitely do 10. Lloyd Banks could probably do 10. But I don't know. Yayo, I don't think he really had <coughs> Well, with Lloyd, 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 Lloyd come <coughs> back? Because, it's a, you know, Lloyd's right. not a, a member anymore. Right, right. But would he come back for that? Right. And then, you know, also, uh, you know, would they invite game into the scenario? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Because, I mean, Game is a dope artist, and, I mean, he's open to it. He's actually, you know, said a couple times that he would do something with 50. You know what I mean? He'd be open to a reunion if they wanted it. But, you know, I think that's all 50. I think 50's like, nah, I don't want to do it, yeah, son. I can't. I can't, you I know can't. what I'm saying? I can't she let can't. y'all niggas eat, man. She made 50 saying? Cent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got power. I got all these shows to do. I just can't let niggas eat right now. <laughs> I can't let niggas eat right can't now. can't let niggas eat right now. You know? I'm, I'm too hungry. Man. Get the strap. <laughs> but yeah, it would be dope, man. I would love to see that, man. So we shall see. I mean, I'm anxious to see what the next versus is going to be. And I'm going to go ahead and put this idea out here. I think it would be dope that, because I saw a video between Swiss and um, Tim, and they were talking about the verses and how they want to change some of the rules around. Yeah, yeah. They were saying that they were tired of the DJs getting in the way. Sometimes the DJs would be talking over the artists because they'd be all... Put your hands in the air and trying to get the crowd hype, but the artist is busy talking too. So he was like, both of them were like, yeah, we need to relax that. And we also need to find a way to keep the crowd um, audience retention. And he was like, one of them said something about what about an intermission? You know, like give the ladies time if they need to use the bathroom, the men, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then how would we keep people? Because then they would leave, you know what I mean? And so my idea is this. If you do an intermission, have the DJs playing a few songs, like, you know, four or five songs or whatever, whatever, just to pass time. Yeah. But kind of tell the people before, one of these songs is from an artist who's going to be our next verses. And that way, people will be like, oh, now I got to stay and kind of figure it out. You know yeah, I mean? that like, would actually be, be kind of smart. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that would be smart. Cause that way you'd be, yeah, because that way you would, yeah, you do your intermission. Right. But then, yeah, you want to be glued. I mean... And, you know, yeah, you got your way to go back and play back, but to, like, know in that moment right then, that would be actually great. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I think that would be dope, you know what I mean, if they took that idea. You know, if you, if it happens, you heard it here first, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that would be dope. But anyway, um, <clears throat> real quick, I want to talk about the new Salt and Pepper movie that just dropped on uh, Lifetime. Um, Howie said he didn't get a chance to see it, but I just want to kind of bring it up because it's kind of buzzing right now. <clears throat> so the movie starts off and it gives you the backstory about how they formed the group, um, you know, how they met Herbie Lovebug, you know, he was their producer and manager and all that stuff and um, and how they got with DJ Spinderella. <clears throat> they actually had another DJ uh, before her mm -hmm. and they were calling her Spinderella, but Things didn't work out, and uh, so they fired Herbie. Fired her, and got they got the new Spinderella, and they just was like, yeah, let's just keep the name simple. We already got a name. We're just gonna let her be Spinderella. Uh -huh. uh, so yeah, it was a good movie. I haven't finished watching it. I watched about seventy five percent of it. Um, actually, I was watching it right before how we got here for the um, podcast. But it's a really interesting movie. But what's the big topic now is because. Spinderella is not very um, prominent in the movie. You know, for one, the real DJ Spinderella didn't have any input in the movie. It's executive produced by Salt and Pepper. Damn! But Spinderella is not part of the um, conversation at all. And then the character that plays her, you really don't see a whole lot of her. Dang. She got these one-liners where, you know, they'd be talking, Salt and Pepper be talking like, yeah, so we're going to do this. And she'd be like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just saying little stuff like that. It's like, that's it? That's all we're going to hear? Mm -hmm. But I guess they couldn't make her have a lot of lines because then they would ha probably have to pay Spinderella. 
So they're probably keeping it to a minimum because of that. But I didn't know it was that bad between y'all, yeah, man. Damn, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Just a bunch of, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, you supposed to be saved, bro. right? Supposed <laughs> be saved. So I don't know, man. But it's a very interesting movie. Spinderella has spoken about it since it came out a few days ago, and she said that she didn't like the fact that they didn't really contact her. Now, Salt from Salt and Pepper says she did actually try to reach out to Spinderella, but I think it was more so after the fact. I don't know. She didn't really specify, but she said that Spinderella didn't answer her calls. Dang. But I mean, if y'all shitted on her like that, you know what I mean? I probably wouldn't answer either. You Dang. know what I mean? <clears throat> so, as far as acting, <laughs> as far as acting, I mean, it's Lifetime. So, you know, it's going to be kind of basic on the acting, but, you know, they they, they got Salt and Pepper exactly uh, executive producing it, so you know it's pretty accurate when it comes to their portion of the story, but you can't really give a whole lot of dialogue because then you're if you give a whole lot of dialogue to the Spinderella character, it's just more so hearsay. It's speculation. We can't really say that's what really happened. Because Spinderella might be like, nah, that's not how it happened. Y'all might not be remembering it right. Mm -hmm. This is how it really happened. I said this. You said that. I slapped the shit out of you. And then we said that. And we hugged it out. <laughs> you know, it, it might be something crazy like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it like, you know, y'all y'all think y'all slick. That's why they really made sure that girl had no, hardly no lines, you know what I mean, uh, in the movie. You know, and so, yeah. it's I, an interesting movie, though. I think that's another thing, too. You talk about Lifetime doing it. They really, Salt and Pepper really deserves, Better. I will say this served like a, kind of like um, what they're trying to do with, not necessarily like Big and Pop. But maybe NWA because they really paved the way for like a lot of female MCs and a lot of I mean really for them to be a really dominant female MC from, right. from like the eighties and even all into the nineties. I mean they was like for them to be female rappers mm -hmm. and then they had like the you know in vogue and stuff. Right. Yeah, man, phenomenal. So, yeah, man. Like, so they had great careers, man. Um, it was rocky, you know, you can tell from the movie it's pretty rocky, but I encourage y'all to check it out at least once. It's not going to be a movie you're going to go back and see over and over again, but if you really want to know more about the backstory, you know, it's not 100% because, you know, you don't really get Spinderella's take on it, but you get a lot of Salt and Pepper's backstory, you know, Pep being with Tretch and all of that, <clears throat> them having kids while they rapping and all of that, and controversy over some of their songs and how it started and all of that man there's um, parts in the beginning where they they all work at a call center some of their first work um, and Kid and Play worked at the call center uh, Martin Lawrence worked at the call center because they all kind of was cool with each other that's awesome man so yeah it's kind of cool it's good at least you know just to know the story so I, I would say at least check it out for yourself I hope that somebody does like maybe an HBO does maybe a documentary on them. We don't need no actors portraying and we got that now. Yeah. Maybe do a documentary where they can just tell stories, get Spinderella's side of the story, get Herbie's, Salt, Pepper, all of them. You know what I mean? <coughs> and um, a big part of their come up in the movie was how they dissed um, Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they did take, they, they recorded 
And there's, I think I did see something about that. Yeah. They recorded in their studio. Yeah. Like when they lit, when they left, they were they, sneak in the studio and record. Yeah. They what what happened was, um, you know, Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick had a song to show, and so Herbie told him, you know, it, to try to be like Roxanne Shante, let's do a diss song to get you noticed. So they did a song called The Showstopper. Yeah. And so they kind of dissed Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. It was on, you know, you could tell they, it was on some friendly thing. It wasn't really like they had beef with them. It yeah, was more yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We just want to get attention. Yeah. And um, the controversy was they went back to Dougie Fresh's high school in the movie and performed the show in front oh, of them. Yeah, in, in the court in the school courtyard outside. So they were getting booed at first, but then a lot of people started liking it. Like, okay, okay, they got some skills, you know what I mean? So that was what happened. Um, I don't know about the studio thing, but that was uh, a controversial part of the movie. But um, if they did record it in his studio, they didn't really specify that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so you know, but it's a it's a decent movie as far as telling the story, you know what I mean? So it gets better as it progresses. To me, in the beginning. It was kind of like, uh, y'all not really pulling it off. But the, the further it went, I was like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm feeling it a little more now. I'm seeing it. So, I'm seeing it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's out there. It's called the Salt and Pepper Movie. And I would love to see a documentary, you know, on them specifically and get more of that backstory, you know, even get people like Kid and Plays um, take on what happened yeah and martin lawrence since he came up the dude they had playing martin lawrence in the movie was so corny looking yeah. he, he didn't even really he didn't have none of martin's cadences Dang. he didn't have his voice Dang. he was actually kind of thick he was like they just gave this nigga this like yeah just get this nigga right here he like martin right <laughs> he didn't even look that much like martin he just he was just kind of fair skinned with the same type of haircut martin had a little little low fade and um but he was kind of swole though. It was just like Martin ain't never been that big. So what are y'all doing? Oh well, that's it was funny. funny to me, man. And then um, I, I was telling Howie there's one part where they walking through some backstage doors, going to a party or whatever, and they seeing other other rap stars there for the first time. So they meet, they see Heavy D and the boys, and so you know Pep's like, yeah, what's up, Heavy? And the dude that they got playing Heavy D is like this tall, almost lanky looking. I'm like, yeah, Heavy D was kind of tall, but yeah. he ain't never been skinny and lanky like that. Wow. You know, and you only see the dude for a split two seconds. I'll give him that. But y'all could have done better than that. You know what I mean? It's wow. too many people out here who could have played that. You know what I mean? He ain't look nothing like the size of Heavy D. He was just a tall, light-skinned dude. I was like, oh, come on, y'all. Wow, they really, they literally, you know, they just like, yo, just get this light skin right, right here. Right, they just went out to the park and like, hey, yeah. you want to play Heavy D? Uh, come here, come here. Oh, who? Heavy who? Yeah, you're good for right. it. Come on out of there. <laughs> He's like, who? Who is Heavy D? Dang, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it was kind of funny, man. But it's a, uh, I think it's worth checking out. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to watch the rest of it um, after we do the podcast. But uh, before we wrap things up, let's talk about um, my man Styles P. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he just went and did a live a few days ago, and he talked a lot about the music industry, um, specifically Sony as a music company. Yo. You know, and um, he didn't really want to make it seem like he had a bad thing to say, but he was just like, a system was created that basically shits on artists yep, and yep. cheats them out of their money. And in the long run, we can't really survive the way y'all paying us. 
And so, you know, I thought it was really interesting, um, you know, that he did that because he said that um, not only should they have a union, uh, he was like, you know, all other artists should be in on this, you know, should be getting into this and uh, should be demanding this. A lot of artists have spoken out about it since he made his video, too. Mm-hmm. And he said basically over the years he's been doing his homework, like studying and trying to check the music industry and how things work behind the scenes and he said he didn't even really tell his um his, his partners the yeah. lots you know what i mean he didn't tell kiss he didn't tell she he didn't tell them nothing because he was like i want to check for myself and see you know so he kind of apologized to them for kind of not keeping them in the loop but he was just like that's just the kind of person i am i just wanted to study for myself and really see what this shit was all about he was one thing he said that really got to me um he said that Let's say if you find out a record label owes you money from like 20 years ago, there's an industry rule that says even if they owe you money and they, f- they realize it, they can only pay you the past six years worth. They won't go back further than six years. And I thought that was really messed up. Man. Did you hear when he was saying that yeah, part? Yeah, fucked up. Man. And then the one thing that got me, man, was the whole, you know... It was only he was only making like as far as publishing. Man. And here this man is a legend, like the stuff that a they legendary. put out. Legendary. Legendary MC. He only cleared like less than twenty five grand. Yeah, I mean on publishing. As I get more for features than I do on right. publishing. I mean like, that's damn near minimum wage. Dude, like, you know what I'm saying? So basically, you know what I'm saying? Now one thing I like is, you know, him doing the juice bar and stuff. He's good with that. Like, he's doing good with that and stuff. So, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm yeah. laughing at that. And I think but, that's the only thing that keeps him afloat because he, yeah. he was smart enough to invest in his own business. Uh, so, he gets money from that. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, but, you know, some people, what happened if he didn't have that? Right. He what would be if SOL. He, yeah. SOL, you man. know, and, and he was even talking about you know the whole thing. Cause I remember one time he came up, you know, to him the whole box had beef with Puffy about the whole like well, you know they would get he was getting paid off of uh, you know they would get he was getting paid off of stuff, All right? And he didn't have nothing to do with it, but it wasn't really Puffy. It was Sony that was doing that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And basically yeah. it was just. You know what I'm saying? Like, they came up and, you know, like, he was talking about the Big Papa thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not yep. going to get no money off this, exactly. this charity. I was like, all right, cool. We understand. But and then, then it's like, they did the, yeah, they did the work. Yeah. And then now, all these people, so all these hands are going to touch it. Yeah. And they get paid. Yep. And did, but they, you know, they not get paid. And they the one to put this all together. Yeah. And he said that, um, he found out people like Puff was actually getting money off the song, even though Puff said he didn't need no money off the song. He didn't want no money off the song. They still paid him. So he like, you know, if that's the case, if you realize you needed to pay Puff, why not pay me too? Because, yeah. I mean, I wrote the song. You know, yeah, that's I, what I'm you know what I mean? So, that's like, what, and that's really supposed to be, that's how it's supposed to be. The songwriter yeah. gets the money. That's why we need this union. So, you know what I mean? They can keep these people in check, man, because... um like he said, he's not really mad at Sony, but he's like, they're basically taking part in a system that was created by some other person 
who said, you know, this is how record labels should be. And and people like Sony kind of just jumped on the bandwagon and was like, yeah, that's how we're going to do. We're going to take X amount of money and we'll leave you with this little pinch right here. You know what I mean? Because you know Sony is making way more than that off of his catalog. Oh, God. You know yeah. what I mean? And the, and the thing of it is, Sony's got... Sony itself, between all the stuff they have, they're not hurting. Right. Not God, at all. Sony, Sony's not almost like all. fucking Disney, man. They everywhere. Yep. Yeah, man. A lot of artists have um, been through the ring with, with companies like Sony. You know what I mean? I think Prince and Michael Jackson, I think both had yeah. to deal with them at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, I know Prince, I'm pretty sure. Prince? Michael Jackson? Yeah. I want to say, uh, what's that boy that did Faith? Was it Keith Michaels? What's sure. his name? Faith? Yeah, you know, sometimes I think it would be nice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I know he you're had to deal with yeah. them. Like it ain't just, and it, it ain't just black. It's like you know, there's a lot of people that deal, you know, because this industry's yeah, the industry's so predatorial. Yeah, and that's why you got people, you know, getting away from it. They're trying to, uh, you know, go their own route. That's why vinyl is, because uh, I had, I talked with a guy. I think the other day he was talking about how like vinyl is really coming back because of that. They, it's the way they can come back, right? And having like physical sales to you know compact that streaming, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the streaming, uh, you know, streaming you have to do uh, you have to do what 800 million to go platinum, mm-hmm. whereas you know when you went platinum it was one million sold, right? You know exactly. So yeah, man. I mean, so yeah, it's like a whole lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's sad, man. I mean, when I heard him talking about how how little bit of money he was getting off of that publishing, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, man?" Yeah, I mean, it, like ridiculous. I was saying, man, like it it be now. I mean, one thing if this man if, if Styles was like twenty twenty five, right? You know, what I'm saying young. And like you gotta get grandfather into some shit. Right. This man's almost like this man's fifty years old. Yeah. And this dude's a legend. He's got a catalog. He's like he's proven yeah. like he does shit. Exactly. I'm not saying he should be stinking rich, but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be hurting neither. Right. Exactly. Not off of you know, from music. He shouldn't no. From what no. I understand, um I think I think it was Michael Jackson, he purchased his own he bought out his own publishing stuff, like all his um, masters and all of that, yeah. so that the company couldn't get all of his stuff. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, for a while they were just taking a lot of his money. But yeah, that's what. But they go and try to get the family to sell it, to sell it back. Right. You know that's yeah. one thing. They try to fight. They fought hard to do that. Yeah. Stuff. But yeah, man. Because they they know if the family gets on hard times and they need money, they're like, yeah, we'll buy the catalog back from you. We'll just yeah. throw you. A little, little, little stack of money and yeah, make you feel do, good. Throw you some biscuits, right. five dollar bills. Y'all be all right. Right. We'll just take this. Right. Here. I know Tito needs some money, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll the activator's some drying up, nigga. <laughs> Jermaine, all yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all the activator's drying up, nigga. Some well, yeah, yeah, just give me. Yeah, I give you five dollars. Right. You know, package of curl juice. Y'all gonna be all right. <laughs> 
You like word? Cut my soul glow back. Yeah. I'll just, we'll just take these and we'll make we'll just continue to make the money. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So that that's really messed up, man. Somebody needs to put a stop to this, man. Yeah. I hope they do come up with a union because um it's definitely needed, so I mean, and then too is kinda like with uh, you know, what um Kanye West, even though it's crazy as he sounded I mean, I guess that's what he was alluding to. Not necessarily the union, but like how much the industry could just take so much right. from you from from you starting out. Yep. And it should be that way. I mean, I'm not saying you should... I'm not saying like your first album, you should be like rich beyond your wildest dreams. Right. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying though, like what the work that you do and there should, there should be some type of scale. There should be some type of like, okay, if you write this and this does this and this produces this, this is what you're going to get. Right. You know what I'm saying? It should be no advance and, you know, oh, you got to pay back the advance for this and, oh, you know, you have to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, man. This is really sad, man. So, but we'll definitely keep y'all up to date on, on how that situation plays out. I hope things get better. Um, I have yet to hear from Kiss and Cheek. I don't know what they got to say about it, but I know some other rappers have spoke about it on their um, social medias and all of that. You know what I mean? So we shall see. But um, yeah, did you yeah. want to talk about anything else before we wrap it up? I think that's pretty much it for the show today. Yeah, I think that's <coughs> it, man. But yeah, just, you know, uh, new artists and stuff, man. You know, if y'all out here, especially now with this pandemic and shit, man. Exactly. Um, definitely, man. Um, have like something else going on. Exactly. Right now, because um, yeah, this music ain't. This music is definitely not gonna be able to feed you. Exactly. Like you, like you think it's going to. So yes. But yeah, man. That's the industry for you, though. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm kind of glad that I didn't get into it because I almost got into it, man. And I. If I had to go through some of what they went through, man, I don't think I could have lasted. I'd have been mad. I'd have been constantly going to jail because I'd have been putting hands on people. Yo, man. You know what I mean? Like, Screwing me out of my money and stuff like that. Thanks, man. I'd be like Ice Cube. I don't know what happened. <laughs> hey, yo. Come right. like. Boom. Just bust yeah. out everything. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah. So, you know, before we let y'all go, don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Boom. We appreciate y'all. You know, this has been episode 151. 151. Uh, don't forget you can email us at the real triad hip hop podcast at gmail. You can also DM us on the real triad hip you know, all of that. You know what I mean? Anchor, Spotify. Your you know what I mean? Your mama house. <laughs> they, really need to make that. they really need to make that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, where you at? My mama, your mama house. Right. What the <laughs> fuck are you say? Nah, nah, nigga, it's a real place. Yeah, it's a real place, nigga. It's a real place. You're clubhouse. It's your mama house. It's your mama house. You know what I mean? Mama got all nice type stuff up in there. Right. <laughs> your mama got some nice jobs. I mean, I mean, you know. Your mama got some nice jobs. What you say? Nah, she really holding some jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, man, for episode 151, this is your man, Kurt, and this is Howard. And we're going to see y'all on the next one. Stay tuned and come back, all right? Peace. Peace.